Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Did you know? I mean, did you know before you were getting, like, was he a bad kisser? Was no. he? <laughs> Natalie! <laughs> Natalie! Natalie! <laughs> Natalie! What is he doing being a virgin at that age? Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Oh, friends, it's the cat and Nat. Oh, for my daughter's birthday. It's the cat and Nat um, podcast, and we are coming at you live. It is day, I don't know what, of Natalie's teeth. Natalie, what day is it? 
Well, here's the crazy part, guys, is I thought it was, I had gum surgery. I think you guys, I've talked to you about this and I raised my gums a little bit and they were really concerned. They gave me Tylenol threes. They called me all the time. How are you doing? Yada, yada. And I thought I was going to be experiencing pain. And I was like, it was the most flawless, painless experience I've ever had. I loved it. It was great. I was like, my gums look great. I healed fast. Amazing. They actually knocked me out for it. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went, when I got these teeth, it's like been such a painful experience. It's like my whole head like throbs. And, um, I woke up this morning and three of my teeth are basically sky blue. (sighs) So apparently a lot of people are saying it's kind of normal. It's fluid that's inside there. But what worries me on that is that fluid inside of a dark, moist place creates mold. (sighs) (laughs) So I can't go today because I'm in too much pain. She offered to fix them today. I cannot. I'm in too much pain. So I'm going to wait the weekend out and go on Monday and try and get them cleaned out. Are you gargling with salt water? Yeah, I'm doing everything. I have this other gel and all this stuff, but I'm, you know, it's not what I expected because I don't think I was prepared for pain with this. I don't know because I guess I didn't, I wasn't warned. Fine. That being said, it's all going to be great. Uh, we were talking on Facebook before, and Kat asked me if I put my feet behind my ears. I do this. I ever fart? I'm in so much pain. When you put your feet behind your head in a sexual way, sorry. yes, not just. I mean, sorry. do you regularly? I ask you. Do you? No. But you fart a lot more than me. Yeah, that's true. You're a lot more gassy than I so am. So I'm like, I think when I have sex, like, like gas goes away. Like I've never been worried about farting, or I've never that farted. Is fascinating. I know to me. that's interesting because then you think the pressure would push and make farts come out. And you often talk about the gas you're going to express in different positions. Yeah, and no. like how it's sitting there. You know, that's so fascinating to me. That so maybe you need to think more sexually when we're you know doing flying and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I was going to tell you that once I did pee a little, and I don't know if it was a squirt or a pee, but apparently it's the same thing. In sex. Mm-hmm. Was it wet? Mm-hmm. Everywhere? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Was it fun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Kind of like that. S- surprised? Yeah, surprised. Did you change your sheets? Yeah, totally. Did it smell like pee? Nope. You could be a squirter. Well, once in all these years, once? Well, then you peed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like that's. But we got we interviewed with a sex a sex expert on our podcast. Yeah, Kelly, um, and she said that in theory, people want to believe that squirting and peeing comes from a different, but there's only two holes. She's so right on that. So she's like, either it's your vagina or your urethra, right? So it is pee, but it, I guess it comes out for different reasons. Huh. I mean, so that's, that's exciting that, for you. And I think it was probably like. Probably two years ago now. Tooth years? Two, two or three years ago now. <laughs> so you're a squirter. I mean, that's that is that's great to have. On I your don't brain. think if you have it once, I'm called a squirter. Isn't it fun to say I'm a squirter? Oh my god, men would love that. Like if we go to that island, I love that guys are so gross that they think that. Oh, that's yes. sexy. Oh my god, if they get someone to squirt, I feel like that's like I can. I got hurt. I feel like they think they did that. They totally think they they're did. like, yes, I squirted you. You got, I got you. Dis- disgusting terminology, by the way. Yes, yeah, squirting, like, disgusting. Yeah, but they're like, you know, their their pride is so much on all of that. Like, I I got her pregnant. Like, they're so mm-hmm. no, no, you didn't. You didn't. You just put it in there. My body did the rest. 
You know, it's so true. I was I was watching some show about something, and they were talking about this guy, and they were like, he's the kind of guy that goes to, like, finger you or, like, rub your clit or something, and he he's, like, nowhere in the vicinity. Have you <laughs> ever he, had that? And he's like, yes, yeah, yes. No, it's and you're like, like, no. That's my thought. No. Like, that's- what are you doing? I have totally been there before, and I'm just like, what are you touching? Like, you really have no, like, look up the female body. Right. It's so funny when they go in the wrong place, and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, thank God my husband doesn't go on the What's wrong What's not place. my husband? No, I wasn't saying your husband. I, was, I think that if it was your husband, you would have taught him by now the right place. I think it's a very sensitive topic. I mean, let's get into this here, guys, for a second. I wonder, it's not talked about, but I wonder how many relationships mm-hmm. don't have great sexual, like... Um, because they don't tell each other what they like? Oh my god, and people and people get so offended by that. Oh no. Like it would be really hurtful to know that you're terrible in bed to that person. And if you don't tell them right off the get-go, uh, then you become insecure and then you're like, "Oh my god." And then I know, I was watching another show and it they had a lie detector test and it was with the ex and they're like, "Was he great in bed?" And she stopped for a long time because she was like, "Shit, um, I have to tell the truth." And she was like, "No." And they were together for years. Yeah, and I, I think that a, a lot of married people or people with in committed relationships, when you're in that position, then it's like a mind game because then you're like, it becomes this conversation you don't talk about and then you're the he, if, let's say it's him who's not great in bed and then you're like, I don't like this. And then he's like, oh my God, then performance anxiety kicks in and then I, I wish it- That'd be so crazy being not good in bed. Although I think it makes so much sense that- to a large population getting the rhythm down knowing what a woman's body likes like it makes sense the guys would be bad in bed and what's bad in bed yeah like bad rhythm like like rhythm yeah like like doesn't like like make like it doesn't it's awkward I think awkward would be the worst okay I did have sex with someone once and I was just and I told him I was just (gasps) like yeah sorry how old were you like in my early 20s you were confident enough to say you have bad rhythm or whatever well, you said. Well, kind of because I never wanted to do it again. And I was like, how am I going to get out of this except for just be honest? And you said, I, you're bad in bed. I'm like, it's just, it wasn't like, you know. And he was like, so mature and like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, honestly, I want to make this good for you. Like, tell oh, me what I can. poor guy. Yeah. Did you tell him what to do? Like, kind of was like, shouldn't it fucking come naturally? <laughs> no. I bet he's still having sex like that to this day. It's just that maybe the girl he has doesn't care. Or maybe he's not married. When you say sex like, I mean, this is very personal, but sex like that. What's sex like that? Just so. Like a lizard. I picture a lizard. A lit. No, just a juvenile. Just like. Like stick it in and like. Just like, rub back and forth. Yeah. 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 Like, mich- oh, like, just, like, oh, yeah. just like this yeah. is like, okay, like rocking a boat. Yes. Like, and you're just laying there and you're like literally like, what the fuck is going on? Like no moves. Yes. Oh. God, I can't believe I had to do that. Did you know? I mean, did you know before you were getting, like, was he a bad kisser? Was no. he Was he a great kisser? <laughs> but he was a virgin. <laughs> Natalie! <laughs> Natalie! 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 His first sexual experience, I told him he was bad. <laughs> Natalie! What was he doing being a virgin at that age? <laughs> Natalie! <laughs> Natalie! <laughs> Natalie, he was, but he was, this <laughs> poor guy who's still doing it to the day. If he's married. He is not. <laughs> he, he took your experience and went to sex ed class. He's not married. He is, you know that for a fact? No, I don't know. 
Are we going to look him up? I've tried. No, he's not still doing it that. The first time, he was probably like, I'm going to play it safe. We're going to go, like, mm-hmm. we're just going to do this one safe. Like, they, <laughs> like in the movie. I mean, that's very movies back then. I know, but I think that's what he thought you'd do. Yeah, and you taught him, hell no. And so now he's like, oh, fuck. I did this. Okay, I blew my first chance. Then I did it again. With him. Yeah. And? It was not better. In same positions. Maybe. See, you probably gave him anxiety, though. <sighs> I think he was just so excited. So, like, two pumps. It wasn't that it was super, super fast, although it wasn't super long, but I don't want it long anyway. Nope, me neither. It was just awkward. And I was laying there like, what? Look at to the virgin who's listening to this, <laughs> hit, hit us up in the DMs and let us know if things have changed. And why didn't you take control of it, just out of curiosity? I just wanted it to be over. Like, you could have rided him, you could have yeah, slapped him, yes, you could have... If I slapped him, he would be like, what the <laughs> fuck? But I was also like, do you not watch porn? No. He is a... Like, 25-year-old, 24, 23-year-old virgin. He doesn't watch porn? Probably not. Well, that's the problem. So he doesn't know how to do it. Are there not other places other than porn that he could have learned? Like, he could watch movies. Yeah. Yeah. What? Does he ever watch a movie? What do you watch? Maybe. Okay, listen. There's a fairy tale around love and romance that when you make love... You are, it's come, like, it should be, it's just like motherhood, Natalie. They say there's mother's intuition, and then you have it, and it's not there. Sex, I feel like, for some, it's a learned skill. It is a learned skill. A it is practice. A lot more people are, need to learn to be mothers because you can't teach them. Then guys, a lot of guys, it's just very natural sexuality. Sex, putting his wanker in the mm-hmm. vagina, very natural. Mm-hmm. But, like, moving her and manipulating her body. <laughs> she is my erotica. Yes. She is different. I think it should come naturally. We should go try a few versions. I bet the first time <laughs> Romeo had sex, he was very good at it. Call him. <laughs> let's call him. Let's, let's get Romeo to weigh in. Okay, how do I? Oh, yeah, I've got his number here. Hold on. Let's just get Romeo to weigh that's in. A good, that's, a good, that's a good call. That's a great call. And then we'll get phone, his... I only have his phone number not with his name on it. And then we'll... It's something like 347 or something. Okay, okay hold on. And then we'll get Hassan to, to weigh in. We're going to get the team to weigh in. I have it, and I can get you to record it. it. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like Romeo would know how, but then he's going to say it's because I'm a Latin lover. I mean, listen, he might have a different perspective. All right, let me try. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We're going to give Romeo, our dancer here, who's very experienced in life. <laughs> we for, think. We think. We think he'd be good in bed. I mean, he seems very confident. I, I would find him a bit aggressive, I think. Ooh, that sounds good. See really? I find him such a gentle man. No, no, no. When he gets in there, he is beating that badge with his, his magic stick. Oh, I do know because I've seen it. Yeah. How did I see that? He showed us a video? I have not seen a video, and I choose not to see a video. You? Yeah, I saw a video. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Hey, Romeo. You're on our podcast. All right, we have a quick question for you. Do you have a second? I have 30 seconds, 40 seconds. I have a whole hour for you guys. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Okay, basically, I was just talking about this time that um, I had... um, I had sex with a, it's all the way up. I had a sex with a a guy and um, it was really like awkward and stuff. And he was a virgin and um, it was just really like, uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh." and I just was like, that was bad. And I I wasn't like good at communicating how he could do better and stuff like that. But uh, Kat is saying that she thinks that for a lot of guys, it just probably doesn't come as natural. And I said, I bet the first time Romeo had sex, he was good at it. Can you give us any insight to your early days of sex? Well, 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 thank you for calling me on this question. I get this question a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, uh, it's a very funny story. This is probably the best story you guys are going to have here. Um, I had got, like, some kind of, like, lead up into having sex, but it didn't happen. I did it very young at, like, 12, 13 years old. I think it was, like, my 13th birthday, and my sisters were older than me, and they were a little bit more street savvy than me, and they told one of their friends, hey, you're going to have sex with my brother for his birthday. And she was, like, one of the fast girls. She was a fast girl. She wasn't one of the prettiest. But, you know, I was young. Did you say fat or fast? Fast. A fast fast girl, girl, yeah. Fast, fast, fast. Yeah, so she she had a nice body. She's very, you know, in shape. But she didn't have a pretty face. And, you know, I was just like, okay. And it just went down. So, luckily, for some reason, my sisters had some sex dice. And it made it easier. I rolled the dice and said, like, kiss, nipple, lick, neck, you know. And (laughs) it just went down. And I knew I was doing good because the girl was, like, scratching my back. Romeo, how old was the girl? This seems, this sounds, as a mom, so highly inappropriate, but I'm not a judger, but my mind is blowing right now. (laughs) How old was the girl? How old was the girl? She was like 16, yeah. And she just was like, yeah, sure, I'll sleep with your brother for nothing. Because she was a fast girl. Because just for fun. I mean, well, I'm not ugly, and I've always had a good look, so. You were 12 or 13. I mean, did you ever have sex with her again? No, I didn't. And it was like a dry spell for a long time. But that was like the first time. And, you know, it, it happened. It was quick. 
<laughs> very quick. But you felt... It, it, was, it was done. Sex dice really helped him. Sex dice. And the second... Let's go to just the second time, one time. Did it kind of come naturally to be a lover? I, th- I said that cat... You- said to Kat that you would say, but I'm a Latin lover, so it comes naturally. But did the next time, did you know how to do it more than just thrusting? Uh, you, you know what it is? I say this in confidence. I don't know if you guys have it on the line, but, you know, I've, I'm very, I've always, like, had older friends, and, you know, because I didn't have, like, much proper guidance with parenting, you know, I would watch porn at a young age, so mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of stuff. Right. You know, so I was in so I, I thought I knew it. And yeah, I, I knew some stuff. You know, I didn't know how to eat vagina. For a long time. <laughs> oh, Romeo. That one's a hard one, right? Because you don't know exactly what to do. Yeah, because it's very, it's very, it's very bad because you're getting information from guys that don't know, but because you think they know, you think like, oh yeah, and they're like, yeah, just go. Right. <laughs> and what about what about? Is it hard for a man to like if he wants to like rub the clit? Is it hard for him to find that spot? It, it's all uh, for me personally. It's about you know, like you have to be a pleaser. You have to want to do okay. it. It's not that you're a Latin lover. It's just you have to want to do it. And if you want to learn how to please a woman, you'll you know do the things. You'll read the books. And, okay. You know. You know what's crazy? I actually learned some stuff from one of the guys on your po- that was on your, your show. He had like this book that it was like called "She Comes First, and I read it. and I was like, oh shit, there's so much stuff I didn't know about. Who's that? Who was on our podcast? <laughs> I, for, I forgot, I forgot. But oh, I we'll get him back on. Yeah, so, you know, it's just about learning. It's like it's trial and error. And, you know, glad, you know, because of this this career that I'm in, I've been blessed to have sex with multiple women, so I had a lot of trial and error. So, so Romeo, I have a quick question. <laughs> One more, as a mom. What, do you think you had sex too young in hindsight? And do you wish that... Oh, like, yeah, most, most, most definitely. Every, everything was too young. But, you know, based on my background growing up, everything... Yeah, was, yeah. Was no, too, I was just young. saying, we can... Yeah. It's funny, but at the same time, you're like, I, it was too young, but I didn't know any different. And it, it is what went down in my background. Exactly. I didn't get a chance to appreciate the childhood. Like, you know, like your kids, they get to be Aww, kids and joke yeah. around and stuff, you know? <laughs> at yeah. a young age, remember it's it's like uh, the the thing in Forty Year Virgin where the guy's like, yeah, I know how breasts feel. They're like a a, a bag of sand. And my whole time, my friends are like, yeah, I fucked this girl, I did this, and I'm like, yeah, me too, me too. Mind mind you, I haven't done anything, but I was trying to fit in. That's so crazy because like cool. now you're so respectful of women, and you're not like if you're ever around Romeo, he or not, he's not a dirt bag, and he doesn't feel creepy. That's so interesting that you were around that so much, but you're not like that. I mean, uh, I've been blessed. You know, most of my family is nothing but girls. So Mm -hmm. I've learned how to treat women since a young age. They've always told me how to be respectful to women and what to do and be honest and truthful. So I took that with me in this career, you know? Thank you so much for bringing light to this conversation, you know, because we are women and we have no idea what it's like to be a man. And just uh, I'm going to take it, though, as a roundup that you you were good at it from the start. Yeah. You got better over time and that you're a good lover. That Nat's um, virgin could could have potentially gotten better. Oh yeah, everybody can get better. Everybody. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think he got better. But anyways, <laughs> we'll have to find him and ask. <laughs> All right, Romeo. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, bye bye, ladies. Bye. bye. Well, that's a great lesson for people. You can get better. Yeah, and I mean, I was wondering if he meant the guy on our podcast or the guy that we shared from TikTok. 
you know that guy who's like a so respectful lover? Like, because I don't remember having a male sexpert on Well, our, we are going to find him and bring him on. Actually, or, we absolutely are. I love that for us. He's like, when you're breastfeeding, a woman shouldn't have to do anything. Her body is going through all these things. Yeah, he's, he's, he was a huge feminist. Yeah, okay, Leah, we definitely get him on. Let's get him on. That would be a great time. That'd be great. Yeah. And we're like, you know, all about the women and then men could hear it. And now men will be like, oh my God. But I love that for him. Yeah. He's like the opposite of those dick bags on YouTube that make comments about how we're horrible people. He is all about like, you are right. You're you right. with a woman? I don't know, but we're going to find it. God, you know what, guys? You know why I love this podcast? Because like, where else could you have that conversation on speed dial? I know. And also like what I love about this podcast is that we can talk about anything from anything and the conversation can switch in a minute mm. and you from can from seriousness to mm-hmm. non-seriousness yeah no it's juicy and you know Romeo is such a lovely guy and you know it's it's so true everyone is brought up different and I mean if a lot of you are listening and you think that's so fucked up that a 12 year old boy's older sisters were like here go take my little brother's virginity and it's not because they were being mean it's because they thought he should have his virginity taken away so he gave her a fast girl you know I haven't heard that comment I feel like they said like on our parents generation used to call them fast girls yeah that's like a slutty girl right she sleeps around? No longer slutty. Now would be, because now we flip the script. Okay, yes. so it's not fast. It's not slutty. What's it's just thing? someone who who possibly, like, sexually empowered. Like, I'm going to have sex. Like, right. who, you know, a lot of a lot of younger girls now are the ones who are pursuing and being, like, like Dixie's song, You're Just a Fuckboy. That is, like, revolutionary for girls who are younger. And if you don't know what we're talking about, she's a TikToker and she's got, like, 50 million followers and all the TikTokers are now pop singers. And, you know, people are, like, whatever, they're TikTokers. They have the most influence over the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And her songs are you're just a fuck boy and that is basically saying I'm not using you anything I'm using you just to fuck you which is exactly what men have been singing in songs for forever yeah and then Cardi B like all of these yeah. people who are coming back and being like and you, we hear in our daughters like like our daughters are being influenced by these people whether you like it or not guys whether you think your children are not being influenced I was, but, not whether they like it or not whether they know it yeah, or not exactly. whether they whether they like whether they like to acknowledge this is true or not you are they are being influenced by yeah. this is their pop culture this is their social media this is the way that culture is going but i have to say like when there's so many dangers around things that can happen on social media the fact that these empowered women are what my daughter's looking at i hear in her conversation yes. how she as at a young age is an empowered feminist yeah yeah no and how it's really funny because um when they're hitting grade seven and eight, like when they're hitting these ages of puberty and they're like, ew, boys are so gross. Cause the boys are gross. Like they're just like, Oh, what's wrong with boys? Um, it isn't, it's interesting that they're no longer fawning. They're kind of like taking them like, cause they're not through puberty yet. They're taking them for what they are. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, I-, I want someone with their shit together versus these boys who are like, mm-hmm. it, I, I, it, I do see a shift coming and, and I'm curious to see, how it impacts our sons, our, you know, girls are definitely shifting in their conversations and the way they are acting towards. And I feel like, I mean, I know there's a lot of girls that have a lot of like guy friends, but like my daughter has so many guy friends that she talks to, which I think is great because she's seeing a different perspective. I was never friends with boys in grade seven. I was. I went to a girl's school. Yeah. I went to a girl's school, grade eight, grade nine. I didn't know boys enough to be friends with them. And my daughter will talk to guys the way she talks to girls. And then I'm like, oh my God, like, Oh, do you like him? She's like, he's my friend. Yeah. No, mom. That's not like I that. had a lot of guy friends in grade seven and eight. I, we had a crew of people that mm-hmm. we used to hang. He did become a drug dealer in grade nine, but that's not a big deal. Yeah, because you were at a co-ed school, right? 
We were. I was at a co-ed school, but that th- makes a huge difference. I, I, your daughter won't know guys very well. We'll see. Mm-hmm. With social media now, I don't know anymore. I think. I mean, like hanging out. Like we'll, I, we'll see. We'll see. I. I. Her persona would tell me no, mm-hmm. like her personal. But there is a place where all of these people go and hang out yeah, after sure. school. And will, will she do that? I don't know. I don't know She'll her. She'll go hang out, but she'll probably be like me and like hang back and let her friends be like, can I get your number? And even in, even in, if she was at a public school, I don't see her as the M. Actually, she had a guy friend for a long time. I would not call that a friend. I would call that a crush. She played with him every day. <laughs> Yes, and they had huge crush on him. Every day they played with him. <laughs> for years. <laughs> that was such a good time. She loved him. Yes, she did. And he dated her friend, right? They they for a minute, then they broke up. <laughs> they she I miss in that. grade four. Did he move back to Korea? He did. She was so sad. She loved she He loved was the man. He was so independent. Every, His parents were never around in was, grade two. He was grade three. He was grown <laughs> up. He was he like was tall. I was like, hey. He was smart. I liked I liked that kid. He was yeah. a good and I always saw her, her and her best friend fighting not fight they'd always just play together, the yeah. three of them. And he never had any parents. One. And but never there. No, the older brother. Go home him. at dark. Yep, just hanging. That's kind of hot. He was like <laughs> for grade three. Good, like kind of. He swore, mm-hmm. he, but he was a good boy. He knew but how to shoot poops. Yeah, he was. He was a good boy, but kind of a naughty boy. Like he was like definitely not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you know. We always joke about Olivia that we. Oh God, I that and boy's kind of hottie. Yeah, she sure did. Uh, I don't. I, we never know what our children will become, who they will date, when they will date, what they will like. You and I have no idea who they're no. going to become in two years. No. Like, she could be a raging horn dog. Okay. We don't know. No. The chances are not. No. But, you know, we know people in grade seven who had full boyfriends. Full boyfriends. Well, the one that had sex through a hole in her jeans told me in grade three what a blowjob was. So I think that you kind of get an indication okay. of the way things are. Like, you know, everyone sort of fit into, that's what I would expect there are surprises okay i i want i mean like but grade nine it was like on like i remember people having boyfriends over at their houses and mm-hmm. going on vacations with them mm-hmm. you're a year away from that mm-hmm. like when we were in grade nine could you see that in i'd your have house? to really really like him like my brother had a girlfriend your your brother had a girlfriend like that, but they went Not, to the other house right yeah they never came to our so, house and my brother had one that was always at our house and we freaking loved her Thank God. Did she come on vacation and stuff? Uh, she'd come to the cottage with us. Her mom would come sometimes. Could they sleep in the same room? They could. So your mom knew they were having sex? Mm-hmm. And she, did she talk about it with him? No. Just, I trust that you're doing the mm-hmm. right thing. Mm-hmm. And she was such a cute girl. How old were they? They dated, I think, for two and a half years, maybe grade nine to grade... I just, guys? And maybe it was like, yeah, maybe grade nine to grade 11, maybe? I'm like... Maybe even earlier than that. Actually, maybe 8 to 10. Uh, whoa. Yeah, she's still a lovely human being. I just... I, I don't take this. I just... I can't... I know some of you are in that phase, and you're like, guys, it's coming. I know people with babies are like, I can't even believe that that will be a possibility, but I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen sooner than later, and we're going to be like, oh, my God. I know. Like, oh, my God, it's happening, you know? I know. Do you want to answer some questions? We'll mix up the Q&A. Sure. Well, we had three questions left over from the last one that we weren't able to answer. So, so we'll just go ahead and do wanna, that. We don't want to leave you out. We don't want to leave you high and dry. You three people high and dry. Mm-hmm. You're so hungry. I don't know what I am, but I'm afraid to put things in my mouth. You need to put something in your mouth or you're not going to heal because f- food nourishes you and heals you. And why does my back hurt? 
maybe from clenching the entire okay. time you were lying there, and it's a really awkward position in the dentist chair. Okay. My back tomorrow oh. should be better. They said it will take a couple of. Some people said it will co- take a couple of days. The third day is always the worst. You're on day three, aren't you? Oh, third day is always the worst. Great. Okay, good. So they always say that. Better. I mean, I remember them saying that third day by day three, and then you start to like kind of exponentially get better. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, this seems like it's actually on trend for what we're talking about, this question. Hi, Kat Nat. This is Jamie from Ohio. And my question for you guys today is, how should I go about talking to my 19-year-old stepdaughter about sex? Um, She and I can talk about pretty much anything. She does get super embarrassed about stuff a lot. Neither one of her parents really talked to her about sex, so I feel like it's kind of my duty to help her in this subject. Um, She has a boyfriend of a year and a half, and they want to wait until marriage to have sex, which is great, but I know how that goes sometimes, and things can happen, things go a little too far, or maybe she feels like she can't say no when she should, and I just want to help get her prepared for that just in case, and she's pretty naive when it comes to things like that. She doesn't want, like, watching people kiss, make out, anything like that on TV, so any of your suggestions on this topic would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. We are on the pendulum of sex today. We went from 12-year-old sex to 19-year-old wind. Wow. Wow. I mean, that. thank you for all those details. And thank you for, like, realizing that she may have no one else to talk to and that you could be there for her. Also, side note, side note we will be in um, Columbus, Ohio. And you said you were in Ohio. Yeah, I should bring her and we'll give her a quick tutorial backstage. No, I. Oh my God, Romeo will let her know how it goes. No, but honestly, the fact that they've chosen to wait till marriage, I mean, 
um, I guess, like, who's that commitment to? Like, is it a commitment to themselves just because they want to? Is it a commitment to God? Like, why are they waiting? And if they are fully waiting till marriage and they're both committed to that, then I don't think they have that much to worry about because I think those people do wait. Um, and absolutely, it should be an easy conversation if, if things are going too far and they're about to have sex that she say, we're waiting till marriage. She has the out because she mm-hmm. wants to say that. Mm-hmm. I think that, at, you know, oh God. I, 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 for a lot of you who don't know when to talk about sex and the, she's your stepdaughter so it's very hard to have that conversation because you weren't part of maybe the story in the beginning mm-hmm. guys start early mm-hmm. because it only gets harder and the train will have left the station and they're like you're two minutes you're you're 10 years too late not you specifically but like the people and I think you just maybe not talk at her but let her know that you're there if she mm-hmm. ever has any questions because at 19 she is almost an adult and you know it is she actually is an adult and it's really hard to have that conversation other than just be like, I am totally here. I know this is a really awkward conversation and really weird, but like even say things happen and, and it's confusing. And if you don't know about it, things might happen and you don't even know they're happening. So if you want any details like I'm totally here, and, and if you have any if questions, yeah, and even if you can say, even if it's just that you, um, you know, you're in a relationship with your boyfriend, and he's kind of hinting at things, like just to how to have a conversation with him about how to be open about how you feel and how to like either lay down the law or potentially make a different decision, and that it's okay maybe to do that as well. Because yeah. you said that they chose to wait till marriage, but maybe they can change their mind. They sure can. So, yeah, I think that just letting her know you're there is the most important. And Mm -hmm. anyone else who has a younger child, it is uncomfortable. It is terrible. It is awkward. Rip the Band-Aid off or get a friend. Like, I've done it for my sister-in-law. I have done it for people who are like, oh, God, we're having this conversation. Um, Because it's better for them to know from a trusted adult than to think that you're not telling them when everybody else knows. That's all I can tell you is it really is. You want them to be able to talk to you about anything. And if you can't tell them about about the basics of sex, then they feel like they can't tell you. It's It works two ways, and mm-hmm. it can't just work one way, and you can't expect them to feel comfortable and open with you if you can't discuss the most fundamental basics of life. Mm-hmm. You know? Nothing to be embarrassed about. It's a big part of life. Yeah, and if you want them to talk about them doing it, you got to talk about you doing it. Okay. Here okay. we go. Hey, Kat Just a quick question for you. Were you guys at each other's weddings? <laughs> just <clears throat> weddings you know that answer I feel like you know that answer you're like give us the dirt here's the dirt so when I got married Kat and I were not really like in touch like we were never completely out of touch but we weren't like hanging out no once I got married we started having lunches together every now and then very sporadically v- very random very like that salad place I don't yeah know. very. I random. remember what that salad tasted like too um and then I got maybe it was me you remember yeah maybe and then I was pregnant and then she very, was getting... You were very pregnant. Well, let's go back here. When were you married? August. Of 2008? Yeah. Oh, that is true. I was six months pregnant. So anyways, we weren't in touch enough to be like, oh, okay, come to my wedding, whatever. But Kat makes a joke that um, pregnant people weren't allowed because pregnant people are no fun. <laughs> you guys know, and we've done this in the previous podcast, mm-hmm. my wedding, I had one mission, and that was to have fun. And to have so much fun, like, I just wanted to have fun. And when people who couldn't have fun weren't there, it felt like I take a responsibility for them. And I know that sounds terrible, but I just, it was a small wedding, like 120 people, and... God, I had 120, I felt fucking huge. 
it was all of like I even cut out I cut out everybody Mm -hmm. like it was like because everyone had a plus one at that point yeah so it's really only 60 people that you really really know so but uh, honestly we weren't really on that and my family is so big Mm mm-hmm and I'll do it again, guys. Don't worry. And it will be even bigger than last oh, time. And it'll be, it'll be wicked. I can't wait. Hey, ladies. This is Samantha from New Hampshire. Just wanted to quick say thank you so much for always putting a smile on my face. You ladies are truly the best. Um, so my husband and I are coming up on our 10-year wedding anniversary, and we're considering renewing our vows. <laughs> so my question for you is if you guys had to renew your wedding vows or redo your wedding, what would you do differently? That's such perfect timing for what we were just talking about. That is wild. I've had that a, is fun. I've that had is a visual of like if I were to renew my vows and do my wedding again. I mean, it's sort of like on the back burner now, but I used to imagine like yeah, I'd write my maybe if I said vows, we'd be more like words of the promise of the future. But it was like kind of totally. It was going to be really casual. Really casual. Did you write your vows? Yeah. Well. I did not. And they had to be approved by the dude. I did not. And then Mark had to have this revised because they weren't. <laughs> they weren't right. I think they asked me. I'm like, fuck no, I don't want it. I am the most. I just didn't want to say the words that they said. I wanted to say my words. I said the words of the United Church. Right. Yeah, not, my, me too. Not, I don't even, and I think she were, gave me like four options. I'm like, I'll take that one. Yeah. It was like a menu. Yeah, I was just like, I know that because I was in the United Church as well. I just, um, and I believe that. I didn't want to say everything anyone, everyone else says. That's nice of you. Yeah, I was just like. I, I can't believe you did homework. I mean, I just took out a piece of paper and wrote it. I, what were they, what was the essence? Just basically like, I, I want, uh, like, I want to have adventure in life. Yeah. Like, I want to, these are the things I want from you. I want to have a family. I want to have adventure. I want to have fun. I want to, you know, stuff like that. Not like, no serious shit. Like, right. you get sick, I'll hold your hand. None right. of that. I am out if you get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, It was just really lighthearted, but it was like, I mean, the guy was like, this is perfect. This is like such a, like a, a conversation, a modern conversation. And Mark had to go back and revise mm-hmm, his. Mm-hmm. His was too in love, too deep. And I don't know, I, I, I it just wasn't like, I guess compared to mine, mine was so casual. Maybe his was too like. Right. In the open. darkest of the night, I have your hand. In I'll marriage. rub your back in marriage. Even yes. when. If it, you never wake up, I'll sit beside you until you take your last breath. That's beautiful. Mm. No, I don't remember my vows. I actually don't even know what we said. You probably just said what they told you to say. For sure. For sure. I didn't even want to do that part. If I could have skipped that part, I would have done that. I said, make it as fast as you can. Cut out everything you can. I think it was a 10-minute ceremony. Same with mine. They yeah. said, you don't, you'll don't. you only be up there for like 10 minutes. Don't worry. Yeah, start to finish. I'm like, let's go to the party. We're the same. The party bus. What? They all got into this big bus that I had. And they all got what about in you? the big bus. I drove in... Uh, another car they all got in the party bus and then they drove them to the reception then they wanted to do pictures i was like i don't do pictures mm-hmm. and they got mad at me mm-hmm. fuck it i need one picture get one good picture pressure's on mm-hmm. i'm not doing 15 pictures mm-hmm. she's like anything Mm-mm. 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 she's like what'd you pay me for you're like i don't know yeah, you they, can- they said i needed a photographer they did i really need a photographer really <laughs> i got it's such an expensive part of it too I think I got the cheapest one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can stay for an hour, and then you can move on. Perfect. I should have done a video. I wish I had a video. I did a video, but Wait. it's never been edited. Why? Because I never sent it to the guy. He's like, say the parts in, 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 ooh. So you have the whole thing. And I was like, I'm never watching this. So now <laughs> I have all the raw footage on what, like, what is it? On a, like, CD? CHS? No, like C- a CD. Fuck. 
And time just passed, passed, passed. I, you know, I was like, why don't you keep bothering me? Like, I'm not responsible enough to get this back. Can you just, I was like, do just, it, just I got, do just it. Do what you think are the good parts. Yeah, that's not fair. He knows that the most people do that. That's why he does that. That's his actually, he's a scam artist, really. Wow. He's like, you know what? She's not going to get it back to me, and I know that. And he's a friend of a friend, so I got for cheap, so he's probably like, mm, oh, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not helping her out. Well, guys, this was a podcast for the books. Mm. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you leave five stars. Mm. 